Hi guys, this is Pepper and you're listening to Clustered, the podcast about everything and anything. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that you can support Clustered uh, by becoming a supporter. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash clustered forward slash support and you can come become a supporter for as low as 99 cents per month. Uh, it's in increments of 99 per month, 4.99 and 9.99. Uh, no pressure, but it helps me create and make more episodes for you guys. Uh, so head on over there, even if you just want to check it out. Again, no pressure, and I appreciate it, even if you guys just check it out. Okay, thanks. This week on Clustered, we're talking about fear. So I just want to let you guys know, I am the biggest fearful person you've ever met. Like, it's kind of a little embarrassing on how much and how many things I'm afraid of. Like, so many things. So this is going to be a long, easy episode. Uh, Let's start with this most simplistic and most common one. The dark. Now, I want to start out with saying I have always been afraid of the dark. I don't remember never being afraid of the dark. I constantly remember being afraid of the thing that is nothingness. Darkness, nothingness. Hate it. Can't stand it. Don't like it. It's just not comfortable for me. I don't like looking at it. I don't like being alone in it. I don't like being with other people in it. Like, like I said in an earlier episode, the weddings episode, if you want to listen, um... I'm married, and my partner and I have trouble sleeping in the same room a lot because I can't sleep with the light off or some source of large light. Like, it has to take the shadows away in order for it to be okay. I don't sleep in the dark. I don't sleep in anything like darkness. There's got to be a light on. Another fear I have is drowning. Or more so water, I guess. Now, where is my fear of the dark? I don't know where that came from. Uh, My fear of water comes from the fact that I've almost drowned several times. And just the idea of drowning terrifies me. The first time I almost drowned, I think I was four or five. I'm not for sure which one. But I was at my sister's friend's house. And I was walking around their in-ground pool. And, I mean, like, I wasn't walking, like, directly on the edge, but I was pretty close to the edge. But I was walking around and, you know, just being a four-year-old or five-year-old. And I was just chilling, just walking, walking. And right as I got to, like, the top left-hand corner of the deep end, my foot slipped and I fell in. And... In that moment, my little tiny young brain was like, oh, you're going to die. You're going to drown. This is it. You're, you are dead. And so I was scrambling to grab the edge of the, the pool. But it was just slippery. My hands were slippery because I was wet. And I just couldn't grab on. And my brain is like, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're done. You're done. You're dead. And it was only because I was saved that I even lived because 
um, my sister's friend's father ended up scooping me out by the arm and pulling me out of the water and saving me. And it was the only thing that I, if, if he hadn't been, uh, now here's the thing. I don't remember seeing them out there with me, but I also don't remember seeing my sister or her friend out there as well. So I don't know what was going on. Like if I was supposed to be by the pool because everybody was going to be in the pool or if I wasn't supposed to be in the pool and I got out there somehow. But like, if that man had not saved me, I would totally have drowned. I was done. Like I, I could not get out. I was far too panicked to think clearly enough to figure out what to do or, or even swim. And I think I could kind of swim at five or six. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't remember. So if you're listening right now and you're like, Pepper, five-year-olds don't know how to swim. Hey, I don't remember. I'm just trying to tell a story. Either way, that was the first time. The second time I almost drowned, I was swimming in my neighbor across the street's pool. If there's a shorter word for that, please let me know. But I was swimming across in their pool. And there was an inflatable mattress used as a floaty in it. And it was like a full-size inflatable mattress. It was big. And the pool wasn't especially huge. It was probably like 15 feet by like 15 feet. It was like hexagonal. But anyway, so my siblings had been swimming underneath, coming back out the other side, swimming underneath, coming out the other side. And so were the other neighbor kids. And so I was like, oh, I want to do that too. So I go to swim underneath and somebody pushes it against the wall. So where I would have popped out, I couldn't pop out in out of the water. And so I had to swim back underneath. And so I went to the middle because I was like, oh, well, it's an air mattress. I can pop this out of the water. Um, except somebody must have been sitting on it or something because there was too much weight. I couldn't move it. So then... Here's a weird thing. Something made me like go lower into the water. Something told me to go lower in the water. I think I was like thinking that if I went to closer to the ground, I could like push up harder with force, I guess. I don't know. But so I went down and I pushed up as hard as I could. Or I, I'm sorry, I didn't push up. I went down and when I was down, I looked up and I saw the mattress bend towards where my head had been. Um, so yeah, so uh, somebody jumped onto it and would have cracked my neck open and I would have died. I know I'm being dramatic, but still I would have been hurt probably, could have knocked me out, would have been underwater, definitely would have drowned. And then still even then, after that happened, I couldn't get out from underneath the thing and it took me forever to get out. And so finally, when I did get out, I was gasping for air. That was the second. I know it's hard to believe, but there's actually a third time I almost drowned, which is particularly frustrating because it was not accidental on the other person's part. I was 13 or 14. I don't remember which one. And I was swimming in my partner's at the time's pool. And they were swimming behind me and they grabbed my ankle and they pulled me under. So maybe 
drowning is dramatic. But they pulled me under and it freaked me out so badly that I actually ended up kicking my partner in the face. I feel like they asked to be kicked in the face, though, given that they grabbed my ankle while I was swimming. And, like, could have drowned me. And not only that, but they didn't let go, you know, when they got kicked in the face. I had to kick them in the face several times in order for them to let go and stop holding my ankle. It was bullshit. I also have this really big problem where I have the ability to have an overactive imagination. That said, I literally can just picture the most terrifying random ass shit like going on around me. And it's not that I like think it's there. It's more so like I have the ability to see it in my head, but not like actually... Does that make sense? I swear, I don't see things. But, like, in my head, I can convince myself that something is there that's not there. Or that I hear something that's not, like, actually there. I'm, like, the worst um, for, like, sleeping. Because I'm just constantly... First, I have to fall asleep, which is just listening for noises over and over again. Just listening for the slightest bump, bang, whatever. That's annoying. And then, coupled with that, I just, I'm very sensitive to, like, rustling or whatever. Like, it's not a good time. Sleeping is never fun. Once I'm asleep, though, I'm okay. As long as I don't have any bad dreams. That's where it gets bad. Now, when I mention, like, seeing things... I have to say, I don't know how deeply in-depth I will get into that because I have fears and I don't like talking out loud and mentioning my fears. Like, the dark, that's easy. I can say that I'm scared of the dark, whatever. But, like, other... Like, I, you obviously don't know this right now, but, like, I'm getting those, you know, the tingles up the back of your head that you, like, you get when you watch an ASMR... That's what's happening. And is it because I'm in a cold room? Maybe. Or is it because I'm getting creeped out? Maybe. But do we know? No. So, anyway. Yeah, I'm not going to probably go in depth with exactly what my visualization fears are. Because that's scary and I don't want to. But, yeah. I'm I'm a really anxious person. Uh, I get scared of a lot of things randomly, and sometimes that can cause problems because I can get really anxious, and then I will let that anxiety kind of overrule my better judgment and thinking because it's the only way to cope with the situation in that present moment. I think another fear of mine, and I think a lot of people also have this fear, is a fear of dying in a car accident or getting in a car accident. Like, I don't know if I'm the only one who does it to cope with anxiety, but when I'm nervous that um, when driving through an intersection, I picture what would happen if I were to get hit by a car. 
As in, like, me in a car getting hit by a car. Not, like, me, a pedestrian, getting hit by a car. But, like, I picture it. I picture the car, you know, running the red light and hitting in my car. Or I hit um, a car who hits... Or I hit a car because a car hit my car or whatever. It's, like, a deep conversation in my head um, that you could probably relate every single thing to anxiety being that I'm scared of the unknown. I'm scared of what's happening that I don't know about. Um, but yeah, like I'm not afraid of cars. I am aware of a car being dangerous because if a car hits me, it's going to hurt, but I'm not scared of them. I don't think they're, you know, scary, but they're definitely not ideal to be around in a walking perspective or a car perspective. I don't like them either way. Another fear I have is dying in my sleep. I have a very deep-seated fear that I will die in my sleep. And everybody says it's peaceful, but have you ever experienced that moment where, like, you feel like you can't breathe and you're, like, dreaming and, like, you can almost feel like you have that blanket over your face and you're like trying to push the blanket off, move the blanket, move yourself, whatever, and you can't move it. Like no matter what you do, it doesn't work and you can't move it. I've always wondered if maybe that's you almost dying and you don't know that you're almost dying because you... Like, you think it's just your brain being like, hey, you got a blanket over your face. You're going to die. But, like, as in, like, the blanket's not making you not breathe. As in your body is dying and your brain is coping with not being able to breathe by saying, like, hey, you got to wake up and move this blanket off your face or you're going to die. Because that's happened to me numerous times in the same capacity where, like, I can't breathe. It feels like a blanket over my face. And, like, I, like, wonder if I could have died if I hadn't fought it, if I had just given in. But, of course, luckily, our brain has that part of our brain that says, like, mm, I'm not feeling death today. Could we not? And then, like, you fight the death part and then you live, which is great and convenient. But still, like I said, is hard to deal with when you're like, I don't want to die. And I don't want to think about death. And, you know, it really sucks when I have to think about if maybe the time where if I hadn't fought as hard to get the blanket off my face, maybe I would have died. Especially because numerous times I have woken up and there is no blanket on my face. Explain this to me, people. Explain this. Tell me why. That I feel like I can't breathe when there was no blanket on my face. Like, was I covering my mouth with my own hand? I don't know. It's weird. You know what I mean? It's weird. Now, the funny part is, many people have said to me, Oh, I would like to die in my sleep. That seems really peaceful. I agree with them in the fact that maybe it's peaceful. Maybe it's an easy way to go. 
if it's not what I think it is, which is the last thing I just talked about. But here's the thing that gets me is like I said earlier in the episode, I'm married. When I was younger, my grandmother died in her sleep next to my grandfather. He woke up, she was dead. The idea that my partner would wake up and I'm dead petrifies me. Because you know that would fuck up the person. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, they're going to get a new bed. They're, they're going to move out of your house. Like, it, they're not going to stay there. They're going to be like, nope, nope, mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope, this is a hard no for me, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. And the thing is, like, you can't really blame them because I couldn't really blame them because I would be like, I'm out. Sorry. I'm out. I can't. Can't do it. Cannot. I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with you dying next to me in your sleep. Nope. 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 All bunch of nope. Nope, nope, nope. So, I get it. But I also hate it. So I think I said this in another episode. So I'm sorry that this episode is kind of repeated of things that you've learned about me, which are my fears. But um, I'm also deathly terrified of being kidnapped and or murdered. I still like true crime, but I am absolutely petrified of those things. Which I think is why I like true crime, because I just can be obsessed with learning how to not be murdered or anything whatever. Um, but my mom thinks that's insanity. She thinks that being afraid of being kidnapped and being afraid of being murdered is absolutely ridiculous. And I should say that, like, I don't let it control what I'm doing besides the fact of being cautious, as in, like, I don't go to the store by myself after dark. Like, you know. But that's only because in the area I live in, there have been a lot of people going to a store by themselves, women specifically, and they are almost getting snatched or getting snatched and getting away. And I'm just not into that. I'm not, I don't want to get kidnapped. Um, I, like I said, I, I am deathly afraid of it. And like, you guys don't know this about me. I don't. I wonder how tall you think I am, given my voice. Like when you listen to my voice, you're like, "Hmm, Pepper seems like she's 200 feet tall." Well, rest assured, not 200 feet tall. I'm a relatively small woman. I'm not gonna tell you how small, but a relatively small woman. I am somewhat tough, but not very tough, and um, so. That's why I kind of fear the idea that someone could, you know, snatch me right on up. Because I'm a little bit of a snatchable thing. Really easy to just, like, you know, take me. And I don't want to be taken. So, yeah, I don't go to the store by myself at night. And I just, like, do small things, but I don't let anything like, control my life. I don't let the fear control my life. 
I mean, to a certain degree. So I'll admit, I don't sleep in the dark. I will not sleep in the dark. I refuse. It's not something I do. I've tried. I can't do it. It's just not something I can do. It's uncomfortable, to say the least. But I can't do it. I just, I don't sleep well. I get really nervous. I get really anxious. And, you know, dying in my sleep. I mean, I can't obviously stop that. So there's nothing to really do with that one. Drowning. I just avoid water. But that works well because my partner hates water. Hates it. Can't stand it. Doesn't want to be in it. And I like water. I like swimming. Stuff like that. But I just, like... For the sake of, like, they already don't like water, it's just easier to just, like, be like, all right, no water it is. Whatever. You know what I mean? So, all in all, besides the visualization, because those are the worst, because those, like, are the kinds where, like, you close your eyes and you still see whatever you were envisioning, which is annoying because, like, it's either from a video game or a movie, or whatever, and it's just stuck in my head forever. And I'm just like, well, I wanted to go to sleep, but what's the point now? Can't sleep now. Never gonna sleep again. Never gonna sleep again. And, like, yeah. So, all in all, I would say my fears are reasonable, but slightly controlling of my life. But not in the way where, like, debilitating enough where I can't go outside. Because I'm cool with going outside. Like, I'm not scared if I open my door, somebody's gonna murder me. I'm just aware of the possibility that when I go outside, or even my house, because, like, you know, obviously someone could break into my house or whatever. You know, I just, I'm aware of the fact that not every person is a good person and not every person has my best interest at heart, if that makes any sense at all. Okay, guys, that's the end of the podcast for this week. I'm Pepper. Thanks for listening.